What's up, Empowered Empaths? I am so happy you're here. I am so happy that you are investing and turning your sensitivities into your superpowers. Um, I just, it's like the most fun work and experience for me ever to just ponder all of these things and play with ideas with you um, and hopefully give you some inspiration to take some of the nutrients here that you find resonant and then use them as ingredients in the your own recipe of transformation of transforming your sensitivity into like from a weakness into a superpower you know there's so many empaths that i've met that consider their empathic ability their or hsps that i've met highly sensitive people that consider their sensitivity a weakness and i fucking get it you know we live in a a loud as fuck world a very bro heavy bro marketing bro pushing world and i literally do not <laughs> come from that realm but here i am living in this world and i just have found that the more that i have embraced all of my sensitivities i literally just it's like they become my superpower. They become my new tools. And hearing how other people use their sensitivities um, has inspired, has, has, is this a word? I'm going to make it up. Multidimensionalized what I find in myself and then I get to use it. So that's what I want to, um, that's like my, my greatest hope to bring to you is, um, to bring to you a nutrient that you already have and then just give you permission to go test drive it and use it in your own life to up level and enhance every single area bring more joy more balance more harmonious harmonious relationships all of it so my name is jess and um today what i really would like to talk about is unshaming irritation as someone who's highly sensitive so one of the reasons I really want to unshame this is it can be a um, a major player in our life, this feeling of irritation. And I, I don't mean a major player as in it's not something that we're going for, right? Like if you're listening to this podcast, you're not someone who's like, yes, I want to feel irritation all of the time because that is fun. It's like, obviously, no, you know. Um, but I see when I feel irritation, I see it as a red flag that I have reached the edge of my current capacity. So what I mean by that is HSPs, empaths, sensitive people, we have the incredible ability, opportunity, I see it as a fucking privilege to be able to sense so much more of the nuances of things. We're picking up so much more information, you guys, than the average human. And I'm not, I don't mean that in a hierarchical way, um, but it's, it's, it's just kind of a fact of life when you're a sensitive human, you, you pick up on a lot more things. So what happens when we pick up on a lot more things and um, we don't, we're, we don't yet know how to, um, let's see, when we don't yet know 
how to see the yellow lights of when we're about to hit the brick wall of our capacity is we st- we start feeling a lot of negative emotions and those negative emotions tend to shut us down um i was actually just on a really fun podcast episode today um and we talked about she what did, how did she ask the question like she's like how do empaths become more empowered or or what are the signs when an empath is trying to become more empowered um that they should look out for. And I'm like, you know, one of the signs to look out for is when you start feeling negative emotion and you start judging the negative emotion as bad. Because the thing is, is negative emotion is not bad, whether it's from you or from someone else. It is simply information. And you get to decide what you do with that information. When you're not conscious, right, of the fact that you have these sensitivities, then what happens is they can start running you over like, like a monster truck <laughs> of emotion. And your, your brain and your body gets all tensed up and you start meeting the moment with that charged energy instead of meeting the moment with presence with the energetic presence of your heart and allowing the moment to be vibrationally, realistically, whatever the fuck it is, right? We're not trying to change the moment. We're just allowing it vibrationally to be whatever it is. And what happens is we watch it. So let's take, let's take irritation for a second, just because one of the hallmark, um, hallmarks of someone who's highly sensitive, which is a trait, right? It's not a diagnosis. It's just a trait that we are born with and we can enhance if we choose to is overstimulation simply because we are able to access more information at once. So when we meet the emotion of irritation, to me, what it feels like is like, if I'm, if I'm going to describe the, um, the emotion and i i define um emotions as vibrations in the body if i'm going to describe that feeling it feels like sandpaper to me energetically it feels like sandpaper so when i'm being conscious and present and being the watcher of my life what happens is vibrations come up and then they move through me they don't become me Because when they become me, I'm letting the emotions drive my life and letting the interpretations attached to those emotions drive my life. But when I'm allowing it, what happens is I become this big expansive sky. I become like an orb of wildlife, right? Can you just like picture a scene right now of, of a forest? Think about all the different vibrational patterns and vibrational densities that make up the pristine amazingness of a forest, right? You've got the ground floor. You've got the mossy, soft cover. You've got a little creek of water moving through it. You've got the expansive air and sky. Perhaps you have these big, tall redwood trees 
Or maybe you've got vines with monkeys swinging through. And of course, there's bug life and other animal wildlife. So just think about like if you're going to be the consciousness of that orb of wildlife for a minute, think about how many different vibrational patterns you would have to hold and allow and be okay with to let that scene be alive. Now I want you to take that idea and transpose it to yourself. Think about how many densities, vibrational densities, just in the physical component of your body, right? You've got your muscles, you've got your bone, the density of your bone, you've got your pinky toe, you've got your floppy hair or no hair at all. You've got the very delicate piece of your eyeballs, right? And then go, go one deeper and realize that you are breathe. There's the breathing component. There's the consciousness that is in every single aspect of your physical body. There's the consciousness inherent in your perceptions of things, in your emotions of things. To be increasingly more vibrant as a beautiful version of yourself is going to include all of you. It's going to be more inclusive of vibrational densities versus more exclusive of vibrational densities, right? So that's going to include the negative ones. Now, the reason why I want to unshame irritation is because number one, it is a signal that perhaps we've reached a boundary and we need to reevaluate what we're doing, right? Reevaluate how we show up. Maybe we need to physically leave. Maybe we need to think about the situation differently so that our energy can show up in a more vitality, more open channeling way. Um, But also what I want to say about irritation is like, I come from the hangover of good girl syndrome. I come from the hangover of toxic positivity. Um, I come from the hangover of a big heart means nice all the time. And that's not, that's not true. I'm not nice all the time. And the more that I show up for myself when I'm being grumpy as fuck or irritated as fuck, guess what actually happens? I actually become a more joyful version of myself and I become way less grumpy. Isn't that ironic? The more I stop shaming myself when I'm in the pit of irritation despair, the more I actually become like I just I just naturally show up more positive. But when I meet the negative vibration of like irritation with hella judgment of like, well, oh, you shouldn't be that way, Jess. Your husband isn't that way. Or everybody else is so happy and smiling. You should be that way too. When I don't do that shit, when I don't judge myself for being in a challenging vibrational moment, aka a negative emotion, when I meet the emotion and I partner with myself, I really feel into that spot in my heart. I really partner with my heart while simultaneously meeting the challenging emotion. Maybe it's a depressive emotion. Maybe it's irritation. Maybe it's fucking rage because I don't know how to handle my kid's tantrum. When I literally show up and meet myself, like I'm cuddling myself and I watch myself in that moment, 
it passes through and I show up more joyfully and more wise. So what I think is hilarious about this is there's so many heart-centered, sensitive people out there who have shamed themselves into thinking that they, because they can tell, they can tell that they have this dimension of caring, deep emotional caring in their heart. They're very empathic. And because of that, because they can feel really deep there, it's like, it's like they're using their superpower of feeling against themselves. It's as if you know you have access to such deep heart-centered care for the world that when you find yourself on the other side of the spectrum, that somehow you're doing it wrong. But I'm here to tell you that you're not doing it wrong. When you swing to the other side of the spectrum, all that means is it's simply a sign that you've met your energetic capacity for that moment. And it's time to bring it in. It's time to bring it back into your heart. And um, when I say bring it in, it's enacting your boundary, whether it's energetic, whether it's physical. It's time to utilize that vital component of your boundary. Think of how important boundaries are in everything. Like if you go back to that nature scene, all, everything I described in that nature scene had a boundary. If it didn't have a boundary, I wouldn't be able to see it, right? If it didn't have a boundary, it would just be a watery mess of colors. If my physical body didn't have the boundary of my skin, I wouldn't be able to reach out and touch you. Boundaries are vital to showing up as our full energetic selves. And what I find hilarious um, with boundaries is that when you enact a boundary with someone that you love, and if you want to talk more about boundaries, by the way, go back to the boundaries episode I did. Like if even the word boundaries makes you want to puke in your mouth, you got to listen to the boundaries episode that I did. I forget what number it is, but it's back there. Um, what's fascinating about boundaries is boundaries help you show, like they help you experience deeper connection and deeper love with people around you. And I know that's what you want. We somehow, so many of us got it confused in the, the hangover of people pleasing that self-sacrifice is the way to help other people when it's not. We have to enact sacred selfishness in order to keep ourselves not only intact, but vitally energized so that we can show up and do our work in the world. And maybe our work in the world is truly enjoying our fucking life. You know? Like sometimes do your work in the world sounds so huge. Like you have to be like the most biggest activist in the whole world. What about being someone who channels joy? Like what about that as sacred work in the world? What about someone who models what it looks like to have work-life balance? That is some sacred ass shit in, in hustle culture that is so um, addicted to overdoing everything especially because I live in the United States. The United States is just like, we have such a hangover of overworking. You know, what does it look like to have work-life balance? That's so, that's been a challenging ride for a lot of us to redefine what that actually looks like to us, right? Redefine what that paradigm that was passed down to us. What, what do we actually want to do? <laughs> so anyway, that's, 
that's what I wanted to pop on here and say is, is if you are a highly sensitive person, you find yourself getting irritated more often than not. I just want you to stop and just love the fuck out of yourself. Love on yourself. That is a sign that you need more of your own love. You don't need someone else to give it to you. Someone else actually can't give it to you. You need to pause and, and go inward and give, just love the fuck on yourself <laughs> so much. And there are so many different ways, you know, that you can do that. And um, I see you. I see you, highly sensitive one, that has thought that these negative emotions, like, shouldn't exist. And it's just not true. It's not true. So unshame it just by simply meeting it. Alchemize it by simply meeting it, being with it, and watching it. And then watch where it goes. Something that can be helpful is looking, allowing your thoughts to, because like, listen, you guys, you take, we have about 40 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And when you allow each thought to be a, a frequency instead of a, like the God's honest truth, when you allow it to be a frequency, it becomes something that you can witness without taking it so personally. You know what I mean? So play with that. Play with thoughts as a frequency. Play with irritation as simply just a red flag that maybe you've gone a little too far for now. It's time to take a step back and recharge your amazing, beautiful, sensitive, superpower system. Because we need you. We need the way that you see the world. We need your heart-centeredness, and we need you to take care of yourself. So if you want to do this work together, I love working one-on-one -on -one with folks and helping them untangle all of this within their own life and finding all the actual real-life examples that this work shows up and helping you apply these concepts to all those pieces. So right now, I have a six-week one-to-one co life coaching journey. Um, where we do this work together. It's really fun. We get to do a free voice messaging app between our sessions, between our weekly sessions. Um, I offer two timeline jumps in there. Um, it's, it's, it's taking this transformative work and making it practical so that you can experience more joy, expansiveness, and more healthy boundaries in your life. Um, and if that feels a little too daunting right now, you can hop into a single timeline jump session that I offer. Um, and yeah, and y'all get ready because I've got scheduled some more folks to come on to, um, the podcast. It was so much fun having Tiffany on last week. And I was like, oh my God, there are so many amazing folks out there. Um, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to ramp up this party. So stay tuned for more fun things. And, oh, right now, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this, but if you, if you leave a review, you are welcome to also sign up for a free 30 minute perspective shift quickie. So this is December, 2023. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be offering this. Um, cause I'm just going to be, I have a feeling I'm going to be switching things up just a tad the beginning of January, 2024. So, um, 
yeah, I'd love to see how the ideas in this podcast um, offer nutrients into your expansive self. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I really honor the work and the play that you are doing um, right now in this world. Okay. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next week.